Welcome back. Now, this exclusive in just a moment, former President Donald Trump will respond to President Biden's agenda, the crisis at the border, and the attacks on the Trump presidency. As the Washington Post today is forced to correct quotes of President Trump that he never made. And today, Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas said that the United States is facing more migrants at the border than it has in the last 20 years. But he stopped short of calling it a crisis. Joining me right now with reaction to that and a lot more is the 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, thank you so much for being with me tonight. Thank you, Maria. Thank you. We have, we have so much to get to with you. President Biden's first order of business on January 20th and 21st was to overturn your policies at the border, immediately stop construction of the wall, triggering an onslaught of new illegal immigration. Your reaction, do you believe this would not have happened had he not overturned your policies? Well, my policies were working better than they've ever seen on the southern border. The wall is almost complete. Uh, we just had to fix little sections, complete little sections that had to be together. We needed them in order to get the trucks back and forth from side to side. Uh, but they've chosen to stop right in the middle. Uh, they could have it finished in uh, a month. And it would be just magnificent. It already is magnificent what it's done in the areas where it's totally completed. But just small sections are remaining, and they should finish it. But they're destroying our country. People are coming in by the hundreds of thousands. Uh, young children are coming in, and they leave their homes, and they come up because they think it's going to be uh, so wonderful and, frankly, our country can't handle it. It is a crisis like uh, we've rarely had, and certainly we've never had on the border. But it's going to get much worse. I mean, what you're seeing now is very bad, record numbers, but it's going to get much, much worse. With a little bit of uh, time, you'll see those numbers expand uh, at a level like you've never seen before. Well, you had 400-plus miles of new wall constructed, Mr. President. Of course, you did a deal with Mexico to share the burden of the illegal immigration. The Remain of Mexico policy was something I know that you and Secretary Pompeo worked on for a long time. Is there any right. way to reverse that? What would be your advice for the Biden administration to stop the bleeding at the border? Well, I have great respect for the president of Mexico. He's a great gentleman. We had a very good relationship. Uh, they had 28,000 soldiers on our border while we were building the wall. They had 28,000 soldiers not allowing people to come into our country, and they were also stopping them at their northern border by Honduras and El Salvador, Guatemala. They were stopping them so they wouldn't come through Mexico, and we had it really down to a good system. And as the wall was finished, they could remove soldiers, but they still had the same 28,000. And uh, we had a great relationship. They understood that I was playing with tariffs if they didn't do that. But we never had to do that to Mexico because the relationship that we developed was very, very good, very close. And we stopped what was coming into Mexico at their northern border. They stopped that, and they stopped it at our southern border. So we had very few people coming in, and we also stopped human trafficking. When I say stopped it, made a tremendous dent like has never been made before, and also drug trafficking. So we did a lot of things, and all of that is now eroded. Today, uh, they're coming in. You take a look. They're coming in from all foreign countries. I see they're coming in now from Yemen. They're coming in from the Middle East. They're coming in from everywhere. They're dropping them off, and they're 
they're pouring into our country, it's a disgrace. They're going to destroy our country if they don't do something about it. Yeah, we've been talking a lot about this and the implications. There are sexual assaults. Uh, Mexico's president said that he said that the cartels view President Biden as the migrant president. Look, President Trump, you've had a little time now to sit back and think about all of this. I want to get your take on President Biden's agenda, including the border, but also this stimulus package, the idea that we are on the doorstep of much higher taxes. What what would be the impact, yeah. in your view, uh, on an economy that is just beginning to recover? Well, they were it was recovering under my administration twice. Uh, we got it to a level that the world has never seen before. We were the envy of the world. And then when we got hit by the, as I call it, the China virus, COVID, uh, it was it obviously went down along with every other economy. And then we were the first to get it back up. And we actually, the stock market when I left was higher, slightly higher than it was even at the prime prior to COVID. So it, it was incredible what we were able to do. If you look at the jobs numbers, we had the all-time highest number of jobs. We had 160 million people working. We were never close to that. Everything we had, African-American, Asian-American, Hispanic-American, everybody was setting records, women. Uh, it didn't matter. Any group was setting records. And now, when I look at what's happening, we were energy independent. Very shortly, we will no longer be energy independent. Uh, gas prices are going up at a far more rapid rate than anybody's seen in a long time. We had gas prices very low, and yet we had more energy jobs than we've ever had. But, you know, when you see gas prices going up, and they'll be going up by $1, $2, $3, if you look at that— and and that's you know that uh, it's bigger than a tax increase to the consumer you get a dollar increase in gasoline that's a that's bigger than a tax hike than a big tax hike so it's a terrible thing that's happening and then let's talk about tax hikes they'll be raising taxes at the highest number that we've ever seen it'll be the biggest tax increase in the history of our country to pay for everything and it's it's a very devastating thing. It's it's a very sad thing to watch. Uh, fortunately, in my administration and through what I did, frankly, and others, but what I did with the FDA is I forced them to move quickly, and we got the vaccine done in nine months instead of five years. I don't think it would have ever been done, frankly, because according to their rules and regulations, they would have never had it. But we got a vaccine done in nine months, and fortunately, yes. that's not only going to save our country, it's going to save the world. Well, I'm glad you brought this up, Mr. President, because we just heard from President Biden last week on Thursday. He gave his first primetime speech, as you know, and he said that when the coronavirus first showed up, and that was at the beginning of 2020, when we did have a 3.5% unemployment rate, as you just noted. But he said that when the coronavirus first arrived, it was met with silence for days and weeks and then months. There was no word of your Warp Speed program. How are you feeling tonight about the fact that you're not getting any credit for any of this by the Biden administration? In fact, even when it comes to the border, Nancy Pelosi this weekend said that uh, the Biden administration inherited the border issues from the Trump administration. 
So when you go to uh, when you go to the COVID issue, uh, we did a great job. We get very little credit for it. I closed the country far earlier. Dr. Fauci and Burks and all of these people that, frankly, made nothing but mistakes. They didn't want to do it. They didn't want to keep closer to China. I closed the border to China. I closed the border to Europe. Uh, Italy and all these countries that were having tremendous problems long before they wanted me to do it. And if you look at Biden, he didn't want to do it months afterwards. And then ultimately he admitted that he made a mistake in saying that if I didn't do that, we would have had hundreds of thousands of more lives gone. Uh, but the big thing is what I've and I've always felt that was the most important is the vaccine. The key was always going to be the vaccine. And when Biden got the vaccine in December, and on January 20th, he made a statement that he doesn't think we have vaccines. Now, I don't know, did he make that statement as a statement or did he not actually know we had the vaccine? What, what's going on there? But uh, he got his shot. He got his first shot on in December, on December 21st, I believe. So with the vaccines and with the job we've done with COVID, with getting, I inherited empty an empty cupboard. Biden failed very badly with the H1N1, with the, as you know, uh, the, the, he had a chance to do something, and they had a tremendous, tremendous failure, H1N1. It was a disaster. And now he's taking over this. What he's taken over, warp speed, we had it, our military, what they've done in terms of delivery has been incredible. Incredible. Yeah. And we gave up to 1.3 million shots a day before he even took over. So not only did we have the vaccine, and one thing we did, we took a, a big bet on this. We started manufacturing the vaccine before we really knew it worked. We saved many, many months and millions of lives by doing that because you wouldn't have the vaccine right now if we didn't take that chance. We knew what we were doing. We knew that we felt strongly it was going to work. And we took a risk, and the risk was spending billions of dollars to develop it yeah. before we knew and before we had the approval that it was going to work. It works incredibly well, 95 percent, maybe even more than that. It works incredibly well. And it's really saving our country, and it's saving, frankly, the world. So, so Mr. President, I know that you received the vaccine. Mrs. Trump also got the vaccine. Would you recommend to our audience that they get the vaccine then? I would. I would recommend it, and I would recommend it to a lot of people that don't want to get it, and a lot of those people voted for me, frankly. But, you know, I, again, we have our freedoms, and we have to uh, live by that, and I agree with that also. But it's a great vaccine. It's a safe vaccine, and it's uh, something that works. And uh, we've been well, working round the clock, and what I got the FDA to do, this would have happened. This would have happened in many, many uh Years from now, if we didn't, if I didn't yes. get involved, and if we didn't get involved, yeah. Tell me more about that. I remember you were talking about when when you were in office. You were talking about the meeting that you held with the major pharmaceutical company heads, and you were garnering all of their support to work together to ensure that a vaccine was on the market as soon as possible. And you said that one issue that you were trying to do was to alleviate any bureaucracies within the FDA. How was it that right. you were able to encourage a vaccine on the market within nine months? That was quite extraordinary. Well, well, I wouldn't say the FDA loves me, but I pushed them very, very hard, harder than they've ever been pushed. And a number of the people in the FDA admitted that. And at the end, they were very happy 
But they uh, did not like me. In fact, they wanted to announce it sometime after the election because they just didn't. I, I think most people knew we pretty much had the vaccine before the election, but they wanted to announce it along with the drug companies who are not fans of mine. Because if you look at favored nations and all of the things I've done to bring down drug prices, nobody's ever done what I've done. But that cost the drug companies a lot of money. In fact, they took tens of millions of dollars of commercials. So they wanted to announce the vaccine after, and I understand that, but somebody had to do it. You will see drug prices, yeah. if Biden leaves it alone, you will see drug prices. Favored nations means we get the price of the lowest nation, whoever pays the lowest, we get that price. Right now, we're the highest in the world. We will be the lowest in the world, meaning tied for the lowest in the world. The drug companies were very unhappy with that. They never thought anybody would do it, but I did it. So with the vaccine, I pushed the FDA at a level that they've never been pushed before, and they got it done in nine months instead of five years. Now, the five years, I think, would have never happened because I don't think they would have ever gotten it done. Yep. Mr. President, I want to ask you about future elections and your thoughts on this H.R. 1 bill that the Democrats are pushing. But first, let's talk about The Washington Post and what took place yesterday, with The Washington Post being forced to correct what you told the Secretary of State of Georgia. The uh, Washington Post initially accused you of a crime uh, based on fabricating quotes, and the rest of the media ran with it. Uh, the Post correction says this. The recording revealed that the Post misquoted Trump's comments on the call based on information provided by a source. Trump did not tell the investigator to find the fraud or say she would be a national hero if she did so. I know you put out a, a, a statement about this story, Mr. President, but tell us what your reaction is that the Washington Post had to correct this fake news that they reported that you told the Secretary of State of Georgia to find the fraud and find the votes right before the Senate race. It was, and it probably affected the Senate race, but it was a terrible thing. And I will say this, I was very happy that the Washington Post had the courage, or whatever you want to call it, to at least admit their mistake. Uh, I hope it was a mistake, but I think probably it came from the people in Georgia that run an election process that, frankly, is just absolutely terrible when you look at the things that went on in Georgia. So uh, I don't know that uh, the Washington Post may have been told that. Uh, they didn't hear it because it didn't exist, but they were told something that didn't exist. And it, it made me sound bad. And I think, you know, when I heard it, I said, that's ridiculous. I never said that. One thing I will say, the Washington Post did a correction. A lot of pressure was put on them, but they did a correction because they realized what they did was wrong. So now you have to find out, was it the Washington Post fault or the people that run the elections in Georgia? Because the people that run the elections in Georgia, they have to be looked at, whether it was the secretary of state or, frankly, the governor of the state. Uh, things went on there between the presidential election, which I can tell you about, or uh, you look at the two Senate elections, that, that is such a shame that ha that happened. Everything that you've been talking about on your show today is affected by those two seats. Those two seats are devastating that we lost. And the Republicans, frankly, were fighting for $600 versus $2,000. And that was the only ad that the Democrats took. That was a disaster. Uh, they should not have been doing that. Mitch McConnell made a tremendous mistake. He lost those two seats.
Well, I don't understand why the other networks at the time, Mr. President, said that we have confirmed this independently, that he said find the fraud. I mean, how is it possible that you, I mean, we have now the tape. You said nothing of the sort find the fraud. Right. And this is the quote that they all went with, and they said that they verified it independently. How is that possible? Actually, when you hear the tape, you would say Donald Trump may be the most honest person. It was a, it was a beautiful it was a beautiful and perfect statement, and the Washington Post saw that when they heard it. And I guess they were relying on the uh, the statement without hearing what was said, but they were relying on the statement made by people in Georgia that run the elections. It's a very terrible thing, a very, very terrible yeah. thing for our country. What took place well, in Georgia, quite... but not only Georgia, what took yep. place in Pennsylvania, what took place in yep. Detroit, Michigan, and Michigan generally, what took place in Wisconsin and Arizona, uh, it is a disgrace. It's a, we're like because a third we world had... country. We had mail-in balloting because of COVID, but now uh, Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats want this H.R. 1 uh, to stand. They wanted to pass the Senate so that mail-in ballots could be the standard. What are your thoughts on H.R. 1, Mr. President? But first, will you run again? Well, let me ask you, let, let me answer the first question. The other question, I think it would be a disaster for our country. It would be very unfair. The Democrats use COVID in order to do things that they can't believe they got away with, what they did, and they didn't get their legislatures to approve. And by the way, in the Constitution, you have to do that. And our Supreme Court and our courts didn't have the courage to overturn elections that should have been overturned, because you're talking right. about decisive amounts, hundreds of thousands and even millions of votes. They didn't have, in the Constitution, it says, the state legislatures have to approve changes. They made massive changes early, just, just before the election in some cases, and they made massive changes that, that not even mentioning if, all of the other things and all of the yeah. dishonesty in the election, the Ms. state legislatures did not approve these changes. Therefore, well, they're not allowed. And the Supreme Court, they didn't rule on the facts. They ruled on yeah. standing. Well, you don't have standing well, to bring it. The Supreme Court should be ashamed of itself. Well, I mean, this H.R. 1, that would federalize these elections. So going forward, yep. can a Republican win again if H.R. 1 becomes law? If they allow that to happen, if it's allowed to happen, I think your Republicans will have a very hard time getting elected. What will happen is the Democrats will be able to do what they did in the last, in the 2020 election, uh, and even worse, potentially even worse. Uh, it's set up, it is a setup that they can't believe, and it's because of the fact that the Republicans lost two seats that they never should have lost in Georgia, and they never should have, if they were watching and doing their job, they should have never lost the presidential election in Georgia or five other swing states. Should have never so happened. What, when you look at what, what they it? did, and when you look at yep. the dishonesty and all of the things that took place in that election, this should have never happened. And, and they have to stop Mr. that, Mr. President, bill. so what about Absolutely. it? What about it? Will you, will you run again, Mr. President? Are you considering 2024? Well, based on every poll, they want me to run again, but we're going to take a look and we'll see. We have first steps first. We have to see what we can do with the House. I think we have a very, very good chance of taking back the House. 
Uh, we did a great job. You know, you're going to lose from 15 to 25 seats the last time. I got involved. I worked very hard. I made tremendous amounts of, of uh, meetings, speeches, and teleconferences and everything else for 56 of them. I had 56 basic teleconferences with thousands of people on the line on each one. And what happened is we ended up winning 15 seats instead of losing potentially 25 seats. That's a big switch. And it almost cost Nancy Pelosi a job. I think we have a chance of taking back the House. I think we have a chance to do better in the Senate. Uh, we need leadership in the Senate, which, frankly, we don't have. Uh, we need better well, leadership in the Senate. Uh, you have a good chance to take back the Senate. And, frankly, uh, uh, we'll make our decision after that. But, you know, if, if you take a look at the polls, Maria, when you take a look at what's happening on our southern border, when you take a look at what's happening with energy independence, which will be gone yes, in two months, yes. and we had it for the first time ever, we had it. And prices were low. Well, when you take a look at all of the things, and then when you add the fact that I was the one and this administration was the one that came up with a vaccine, which is going to save the world, okay? It's going to save. We would yes. be, I think, worse than 1917, where 50 to 100 million people died. Uh, the vaccine is such a big thing. When you add it all up, I think we'll do very well in two years, and I think we're going to do very well in four years. Is there is there anyone if you weren't going to run? Is there anyone that you think of that is a front runner behind you right now? Well, I like a lot of them, and a lot of them I've been responsible for. You know, I mean, I've, I've uh, endorsed people that won. I've endorsed people that didn't have a chance, and as soon as I endorsed them, they went up by many, many points, yeah. and they won. And I'm doing that All again. Right. You know, what? I, it seems that the endorsements uh, carry a lot of weight, and that's good. Isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, yes, they do. Mr. President, I'm glad you came on to talk about all of the success that you had uh, in your turn, because it certainly was significant. Uh, as we uh, wrap up here, Mr. President, what, what was your take on Meghan Markle uh, now saying she uh, meeting with Democrat operatives, she may want to run for president? Well, I hope that happens, because uh, if that happened, then I'd be, I think I'd have a, an even stronger feeling toward running. I'm not a fan of hers. Uh, I think that what she talks about the royal family and the queen, I happen to think I know the queen, as you know. I've met with the queen, and I think the queen yes. is a tremendous person, and I'm not a fan of Meghan. Mr. President, it's wonderful to catch up with you once again. Please come back soon. Stay well. Thank you very much, Maria. Thank you.